Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the 107 podcast with myself and my co host, Ash. Uh, we will be essentially covering the, as I've dubbed it, the Siesta Grand Prix. Um, that obviously being the Spanish Grand Prix, where I literally could have taken a siesta because it was that bloody boring. I did take a siesta. <laughs> Honest, I don't. Bl- I don't blame you, Senor. Um, it was a uh, spade without the S. It well, it was Spain with lots of Zs. That I was <laughs> snoring away. Honestly, it was not a particularly fun race, was it? No, it wasn't. But this is Formula One, and these races happen. But I, I guess and a, a thing that's kind of popped up recently because a lot of people are like, how did we live through the Lewis Hamilton <laughs> right? Yeah. But if you think about it, forget 2015. 2014, 2016, Nico was fighting him. Mm. You had Seb fighting him from like 2017. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you had Max in, in 2020 a little. Well, actually, yeah, no, he dominated 2020. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, 2020. And he started pushing at the end of 19. Yeah. And so if Max wants to dominate, and the Red Bull wants to dominate, that's fine. But it would be nice if Sergio put up a fight. <laughs> yeah, it would be good if we... <laughs> if we... <laughs> because, okay, if Red Bull want to dominate, that's fine. But let it be mm. like Nico and Lewis. I mean, yeah. well, Red, Bull, Red Bull are happy with what's happening. They probably want Sergio in the points and one team more often. If, if they're happy for them. Yeah, but I as think... a spectacle, we want... We want them to be fighting each so other. So long as they have constructors wrapped up easily and they're not being pushed by anyone, I don't think they'll particularly care that much if, you know, Sergio does drop a f- couple of clanger performances, essentially. Um, which is, to be fair, he did get P4. That's not terrible. I'll be honest. No, no, considering from where he came, um, he came pretty much from the back of the grid. Yeah, um, that that's my thing. It's just like he did reasonably well. But like yeah. we've seen before, the problem is that if it's Max, he would have been first by 15 laps. <laughs> do, do you think the Red Bull is hiding its true pace, similar to Mercedes in I, the early hybrid area, where they're like, if we show our true pace and people know how far ahead we are and how much they have to catch up, whereas like... If we keep some pace in hand, mm. if people catch up next season, we've got the extra pace to still be ahead. Yeah, I think I think potentially. Uh, I don't think it's nailed on 100%, but I reckon that they're keeping some stuff up their sleeves because obviously they've had the penalties and stuff like that come uh, last season for breaking the, breaking the uh, budget cap. Um, yeah, I, I think that they've got some stuff up their sleeves for sure. Um, uh, it's just it just depends on you know how much they've got up their sleeves to be completely honest. So maybe a race that wasn't painful mm-hmm. uh, was for the Mercedes team. Yeah, I mean, should we should we do everything properly? Uh, and we we'll... don't know because there's not that much to do properly. I, honestly, the only the, ones the... we could talk about are Red Bull, Mercedes, Aston. Were a I? I need a dedicated uh, five minutes shoot. to cry at one point. Um, uh, because but, what, Lando's opening lap. Exactly. Don't remind me. I'm starting to tear <laughs> okay. up already. Well, you know what? We, do you know what? We, we need to. Long. We need to we very quickly long. cover qualifying because qualifying was the more interesting bit. Um, yeah. Max got pole. Whoop de do. That happens every week. There's nothing particularly exciting about that. Uh, yeah. Unless you're a Max Verstappen fan, which I kind of am, so yeah. But essentially, the qualifying was quite jumbled up. 
Um, you had Lando in the boat of a McLaren up in P3 somehow. Um, Stop calling it a boat. It's not a boat. Sorry, so. tractor. The tractor. Um, it's, that car's got pace. I guess, should we start from the bottom? Because a lot of cars went out in, in Q1. Yeah, so um, especially Charles with was one, a big one. This is all over the place. Yeah, Charles was Charles. Because we're trying to make this interesting. We are we are <laughs> clutching at straws trying to make anything even remotely interesting okay, out of this right, Grand Prix. Right. Let's go structured. Right, we'll start with Q1. Charles dropped out. He seemed to be having issues with the car. Mm. Considering Carlos got P2, it would have been interesting to see where Charles would have Yeah, Carlos did pretty well. I'm not going to lie. He He banged it. Can't complain. Cool. Um, Nick DeVries out-qualified Yuki. He did. Congrats, yeah. Nick. I think it was it was on a track where I believe Nick has a bit more experience. So that could have played into it. I'm not taking anything away from Nick. I'm just yeah. saying that that could have played into it. But yeah, fair play. And then the big two out in Q2 were George Russell and Sergio Perez. Yes. Um, Perez, I think he was just unlucky, wasn't he, pretty much? He just didn't seem to have a handle on the car yeah. as well, I think. Um, um, same, same with George. Um, yeah. It seemed to be up and down, but then we'll talk about Sunday. He, mm. he seemed to lock it in on Sunday. Um, and then, yeah, and then obviously all the stars were aligned, as we heard Crofty say, but Fernando in P9. Um, apparently he got a fair amount of damage. Yeah, so he uh, came he off, off. He went off, and uh, when the when the Aston Martin engineers were working on the car, apparently there was conversations with the pit wall. It was like you know, like you know, repair his his floor and get him back out there quick. You know, apparently the engineers said something along the lines of "What floor? It's gone. <laughs> like it's ripped off half of it," um, which is a real shame because the stars were aligned, but. They yeah. weren't well, fully aligned. He believes he would have got it on the first row of the grid. I think. I think well, he could have done. Yeah. I don't. I, again, I don't think he would have won. But no, no, he knows. wouldn't have won. Max had it in the bag. But you know, yeah. it'd been nice to see him on the podium in his home race. And considering yeah. Lance got P six, he mm. definitely had Fernando um, up there. I guess maybe the big one from qualifying is unfortunately he got a penalty, but it was a deserved two penalties. It was Pierre Gasly? Put it in P4 before he got sixth place grid penalty. Yeah, we were we were talking about um uh about oh god, Leclerc, uh Charles getting a penalty last week for his engineer not really telling him that there was a car, a fast car coming up behind. And it yeah. seems like that almost happened again with Gasly. He blocked two people within two laps. Like yeah. it just his engineer just wasn't talking to him. So I think the the penalty was harsh on Gasly, but not harsh on the team. I don't blame Gasly whatsoever. There is a reason why you have a race engineer there all the time, and yeah. it is to spoon-feed you information like that so that you don't end up, instead of being P4, P10. Yeah, especially with these tracks like Spain and Monaco, yeah. where it's tight and twisty and it's hard to get out of the way. Um, you really need to be in good sync with your engineer and know what's going on. Yeah, um, exactly. A quality incident, uh, Q2, yep. I believe it was, was George and Mac, George and Lewis. George and Lewis, up. yeah, Jesus. What is it about Mercedes at Barcelona? <laughs> They're like, thank God it isn't qualifying. It was only a mm. front wing. So, Yeah, can you imagine if... So, for, obviously, for the race result, Hamilton was P2, Russell was P3. Can you imagine if that had happened on the last, like, two or three laps? Yeah. Like, that wouldn't have been good. No. That would not no. have been good. Oh, I'll be honest with you. 
seeing Mercedes back at the front, <laughs> I kind of don't like it. <laughs> they, they've they've I, made a big jump. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, though, how this fares in the next few tracks. Yeah, I think Barcelona uh, is obviously a, it's a testing track where they have so much accumulative data from previous years, previous cars, etc., etc. So it'll be yeah. very interesting to see how well they get on uh, Canada and Austria. Um, those are the two yeah, next Canada races, Canada and then Austria, a, right? Uh, it's Canada next year because it's yeah. a bit of a hybrid track because you've got long straights, but then you've got, then, got the tight, twisty, low traction zones. Yeah, like low you, traction, like, high traction or traction zones. So you really need a well-balanced car for yes. um, Canada. So obviously we're going to expect the Red Bulls with their straight line speed. and Yeah, the Red Bulls will walk it anyway. Um, yeah. I did see a statistic where I think it's... Red Bull have now won five races in a in a row, um, and the current record for races won in a row by a single constructor is McLaren. Go on, the boys. Uh, and that was back in 1988, yes, before I was born. Um, and they got 11 wins in a row. Do you think Red Bull could potentially break that this season? Considering that Mercedes didn't beat it during their domination. Put that into perspective. They didn't have you know that what? record. I think I think they could. I still think people could do it, yeah. I think they could do it because their engine reliability is top Is notch. unreal, yeah. I think they had that scare at the beginning of last season and they went, yeah, now nah, we need to... Yeah. Lads, and lads, I think they, they've, they've used the least amount of engine parts as well, like ICE and Kers, compared to the rest of the team. So I think you're right, They've got yeah. reliability down. They're way far ahead to be involved in any, any incident. So anything mm. that would happen would either be driver error really or pit stop issues yeah pit um, but stop, we've yeah. seen sergio and max and come through a field like a you know hot knife through butter so you just i and and this is what i didn't get about when um when carlos got the hurry up a couple of weeks ago in monaco is that you could easily have just you know taken the car in drs zones like taking the overtaking drs zones and stuff like that like for me that red bull is so powerful under drs anyway it's a, it's not a cheat code, but it essentially is. Um, and like, even if you just pass like one car every other lap, if you start from P twenty, you're gonna win. Like, it's really not like like that. That Red Bull is just like a hot knife through butter. It is uh, absolutely insane. When it happens, there's going to be some controversy. I think. Yeah, I think when it happens, when they lose that race. There's going to be some controversy. Yeah, there's going to there's going to be something like there's yeah. going to be like you know, you know a couple of years ago in Baku where Verstappen's tire popped for no yeah. reason. Um, it'll be something like that, and then a safety car restart or whatever. Or it could be that uh, I don't know. There's a safety car because somebody crashed. Let's say Nick DeVries crashes for whatever reason, uh, and the they don't pit under a safety car. Or whatever it is, or they pit under a safety car, lose track position, and then it turns into a red flag or something like that. You know, it will be something silly, um, probably done by the FIA. Let's be honest. Yeah, um, I think yeah, they might yeah. be just like, yo, so we just can't who knows? Have you win every race. Yeah, yeah I, I think it will be interesting to see. I think Singapore is where we could potentially see oh, something. Yeah. Not because of Crashgate that was inadvertent, uh, but purely because of you know. It's it's a very tight street circuit, or 
because it always bloody happens and nobody really knows the reason why. Hungry. Budapest. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I think that's the well, one. Well, it's a tight it's a tight circuit. So Well, I think I uh, think somebody said that that the hungering is almost like Monaco without the walls. Yeah, I can imagine Like that's that. how it's been described as because it's very difficult to overtake there. Um the track's very slim and I can I can I can see why. Like even when we play it on the game as well, it's quite technical, especially like sector two um yep. is pretty technical as well um but yeah i mean going back slightly do you remember I, what happened uh last year though when max spun and still went on to oh god yeah and it's like you <laughs> <laughs> literally like, oh shit i fucked my race better sort this out there. oh no destroyed the whole thing it's people honestly just give him side quests during the race <laughs> like overtake someone going backwards or something like like there has to be some sort of like stupid <laughs> quests that Red Bull can give him because he must be bored at points. Like you know, you just oh, I don't I don't get it. The man is a machine. It's absolutely insane how good this bloke is and how good that car is. Um, yeah. I think that if it carries on, like obviously last season he won the championship. Uh, uh, the season before he won the championship under some you know controversial bits and pieces we won't we won't touch that um but i think if he goes another season and wins three championships like in a row you do have to look at those sebastian vettel numbers and you do have to think that it's it's that sort of level of dominance where you know you can take pole oh, from the garage it's way, it's way beyond yeah I, I i'd argue it's almost at that point anyway but i just meant in terms of like over a, an, an amount of time well if you, know? you look at Vettel's run in 2010 and 2012 he was mm. pushed to the last race yeah true um, yeah it's 2011 and 2013 just, he, he again just 2013 shows especially. you how good the goat is he was pushed even in those final races was Sebastian Vettel yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. why are we not talking about the race god it was so bloody boring okay so <laughs> should we talk about uh the incident between Zhu and Sonoda where Sonoda got a five second. Yes. Penalty. What what is your opinion on this? Do you think it should have been a penalty or no? Yes. Oh, okay. I was expecting you to say no, because that's the correct answer. No, that's not the correct <laughs> answer. What's wrong no, with you? I, Did you watch it? I watched right? it. Yeah. So Ju is alongside him. Yeah. So going into the corner. Mm-hmm. So with that, the alongside. State, you have you have to give Sonoda had to give Ju mm-hmm. the car's width, right? And he didn't. Right. So, so he what happened? The track. What happened at the beginning of the race? Max no, did exactly know, the know, same thing. You know, lap Charles. one incidents. Lap one incidents don't count. I feel like that is. That's not my rule. That's yeah, the, uh, I know. FIA's rule. Uh, but I think that the I don't actually think that the penalty was given to him for pushing him off the track. I believe it was for a second move while defending. Is it a second move? I believe uh, that was why. I don't necessarily think it was because he forced him off the track. I may be wrong. In all honesty, um, I can I can double check. Oh, I, it. I, I didn't I didn't know about the second move. So, so apparently, like they were saying on the Sky Sports commentary, that it reeked of a second move under braking. Um, okay. So that's that's what I had anyway. Um, but I don't. I, I, honestly, I don't know. Because um, usually they put the penalties up, don't they, in their little document? Yeah, I, I like I said, I'm looking for it now. 
Um, I'm looking for it now on the website. Uh, Oh my God. How is it on Formula1.com? They've managed to literally come up with a 40-word document for the most boring race ever. Like, I don't... Uh, Zoo Force Wide led to a steward's investigation resulted in Sonoda being dropped from his P9 finished to P12. But it doesn't say why. But I thought it was because oh, of the second move. If it says move. forced wide. Yeah, then it will be the forced yeah. wide. But I, I could have sworn it was for the... for the um, It was like a like moving under braking type thing or moving in the braking zone as well. So, yeah. but for me, I, and this is why I, I agree with David Coulthard and what he said is that the stewards should have racing experience to a certain level in order to be stewards at this level is my opinion. And I, I, per, I absolutely agree with um, DC. Um, it's something that for me, you have to take into account that they are kind of penalizing harsh r- harsh racing which is what fans kind of want to see in all honesty so- i'm all for fair racing etc cetera, etc cetera. however he just got his elbows out i don't think there was anything that bad in it to be completely honest so i'm going to play devil's advocate sure here. please do i'm 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 fully like, like happy for somebody to say that i'm completely wrong but for me no, i'm, not, just, I'm yeah. not going to say you're completely wrong and like, oh, i oh that's find- good the rules frustrating it, i think you what you have to decide is you have to come to i don't know if it's an agreement with the drivers or whatever you have to define fair and unfair true right so if fair is okay if you're side by side going into the corner mm. you have to give a car's with that is fair everyone understands that yeah right if you say oh it's just fair racing right then that can be open to interpretation it's like uh, he wasn't completely side by side. He was three quarters back or he's half back. So it's okay. It's not okay. And then you get these confusing penalties. So, for example, like Brazil last year, I uh, know, sorry, Brazil 2021, yeah. where Max and pushed Lewis off the road. I was like, that was a clear penalty. That yeah, for not, me, that was a penalty as well. That is not, you know, elbows out, hard racing. We all want to see that. That's, mm. that's what makes the sport great. But you have to, you have to say, this is what's allowed and this is what's not allowed. Mm. And then at least like, right, I know if I'm side by side, I I can go into the quarter and now I'm not going to get pushed off. Kind of yeah. Thing. And if Yuki said, right, he's side by side, I have to give him space. Otherwise I could get a penalty here. So I'm all for hard racing, but you have to be, and maybe this is where the stewards haven't been clear because like you said, previous incidents, it's like, hold on, he's got a penalty and he hasn't got a penalty. What is hard but fair racing kind? Yeah, I I also don't think it helps the fact that there isn't like there aren't consistent stewards as well at yeah, points. Yeah, that does not help. Um, they always seem to change them. I do understand football. The likelihood of you getting the same referee all the time is minimal for a reason because they don't want match fixing. However, this is a different sport and different situations and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, mean, I I feel like that there should be like there should be at least one steward who has been a steward for five races before like dropping out. So there has to be at least one steward who has been to the previous five races on the stewarding team. That's my only request because then you have some level of consistency. 
Yeah, no, because if you have different stewards all the time, they have different interpretations. Yeah, of course. And like I said, I know that referees and football do as well and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but like I said, it's a different sport. But I think one sport you can kind of compare it to is like boxing or MMA. Yeah. They have their judges. And some of these judges, so I know we're going a little bit off tangent here, and the UFC, they've never actually done jiu-jitsu no. or wrestling or mixed martial arts. They're boxing judges. Mm. So they they how can they judge a fight that they don't know enough about the martial arts being True. performed there? True. So it's similar to what you're saying. It's like, how can you judge a racing incident if you've never been in that position? If you've never been a racer. Yeah. So I very nearly said racist. <laughs> If you've never been a racist, how would you just... <laughs> um, yes, so I, I, yeah, I think that it would be good if, like I said, one, you had one person from the FIA who was yeah. on like a like a five race streak at any given point. I just I think, think it makes it a bit easier and a bit more transparent as well. Yeah, because also, do you remember when um, Aston Martin got the penalty in? Jeddah when yes. the rear jack touched it and then they went back and said look look at these previous incidents where the rear jack has been or the jacks have been put on it's like what do you count as working on the car and stuff like that so mm. that shows the inconsistency inconsistency that happens but yeah. i think what they should do is post every race i know they do it in a way when they release their documents they should have a penalty like page and yeah. say these are the drivers these are the penalties and this is why it was given so then mm. people start to understand. Because kind of well, don't they do that? And they have referees' reports for football. Yeah, but I don't think that's. I don't like think public. they're public. But they should. They it, should make again, it. it. They should just... make these, or they do make it public in a way. Because remember, said driver do. was summoned to the stewards for X reason, and after listening to this and mm. after seeing this, stewards have decided on X or Y or Z. Kind of yeah. Um, just to have like more accountability, more clarity, and then people can understand, oh, that's a penalty, right? Yeah. Otherwise, we could see the Vettel-Hamilton incident again. Yeah, yeah potentially. Um, but yeah, it, it, like I, I think that there's not really that much else to, to chat about the race, in all honesty. It was... It was pretty obvious who was going to win start to finish. Um, and I am yeah. I did see a couple of comments on Twitter about how, you know, they should just cancel Barcelona and they shouldn't, they shouldn't, you know, they shouldn't have Catalonia on the, on, the, on the calendar anymore. And I'm currently still not in that state. I think it will change when they potentially bring the, bring the Spanish Grand Prix to Madrid, which is currently under talks, essentially. Um, is it Madrid or Valencia? No, Valencia we used to have, and that was a great track, might I so add. V- Valencia was the European. Yes, Grand that was a great track. That was a great track. That Absolutely got a lot of track, undeserved yeah. hate, but it was yeah. a great track. It was it was fun to race on on the game. Mm. And just it, there's always something happened in that because you had a mix of... Actually, it was a street circuit, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Street circuit, but you had the bridge. You had mm. the... Oh, it was it vibes. Was, That's what it yeah. was. It was vibes. I, I, I also um, like the fact that it, Alonso won it and they've never gone back. Yeah. It's like, kind of nice. Like the last winner was Yeah, the last winner was Alonso. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not at that point yet where I'm like, yeah, get it off the I, calendar. Um, especially think, because it would be replacing a traditional circuit with a street circuit. And I just feel like we have way too many street circuits at the moment. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah. And we're kind of glad we're kind of going into the more 
circuit circuits now. Mm, yeah, we've got back to back to back actual proper circuits. Yeah, I think the uh, the redesign helped um, with overtakes. Yes, um, yeah. I, I saw a lot of people saying that, you know, this was a really interesting and exciting race in the midfield. And I was like, was it? And it was, but it, meh? I, I don't know. I, I just still don't feel like it was, you know... Like, like I said, I genuinely, I was so bored. I was just sat on my phone for, for half of it because it was just nothing happening. Maybe I, I missed all the exciting bits because I was on my phone. But I just, honestly, I just don't remember anything particularly exciting yeah. happening. I think part of it was, in, in, in the race's defence, part of it was that I was so looking forward to Alonso doing really well and then he didn't. And then all of a sudden, Lando was on was on P three in quali, and I was like, "Oh, amazing! <laughs> like McLaren have actually pulled something out of the bag. Like that's unbelievable." And then Lando has contact with Hamilton, and I I immediately after that was like, "Well, Max is going to win then, and that's going to be the only interesting thing that happens." <laughs> and that was literally it. that was the only interesting thing that happened. Yeah, I know. It, it's, yeah, uh, it was. But you know what? If ooh. you're new to Formula One. These races happen. Yeah, these races do happen. Um, but do you think which was more boring, this race or Miami? Uh, and why this, uh, this, this race, race? This race, yeah. This yeah. Race. And I thought Miami was boring. Because at least, with, at least with Miami, Max was coming through the field, and then mm. there was a bit of tension with his strategy and Sergio's strategy. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah what's going to happen when max pits and things like that yeah but um yeah this this race was was more boring yeah so. yeah absolutely i was just double checking by the way we have uh, providing that you don't class canada as a street circuit because you, it's it's a little bit like you um, could technically classify it as a street circuit technically it's, it's like but it's not. australia where it's on the island yeah i i would classify it as an actual purpose-built racetrack Personally, well, yeah. um, so you would have Canada, then Austria, then Great Britain, then Hungary, then Belgium, then the Netherlands, then Italy. So you literally have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven normal tracks in a row. Thank God, because we previously we've already had uh, one. If you count Australia, which I'm not going to as a street circuit, but we've already had one, two, three, four street circuits uh, it's just it's just too much or like sprinkle them in a bit better yeah I, I guess that's something they're working on um for the future is obviously like we've talked about before redo the calendar yeah they really need to redo the calendar but if you think if you see what's coming up singapore is a street circuit yeah and vegas is a street circuit and then that's it so there's actually a fair amount of street circuits on there yeah, it's just all at the beginning. Would you count Mexico? As a no, I wouldn't count Mexico as a street yeah, circuit. Right. Yeah, you're no. right. So, yeah. So we're almost out of street circuit season. Yeah. No, I think, you know, what well, Canada, I think it's going to be a good race. Even if the Red Bulls so, dominate, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of overtaking, there's heartbreaking. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to Canada. Mm. Well, we can talk about Canada next next week. Yeah. Um, there's no point in talking about it now because things could change. Who knows? Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I think the one thing I wanted to do before we wrap up talking about Spain is just yeah, cry a little bit more about McLaren. Really, just yeah, it was just <laughs> I was just so gutted that 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 Lando had contact with Lewis. Um, it was I think Lewis was slightly more at fault, but not really. It just it is what it is. It was one of those lap one. Incidents. Yeah. In, what did they say? In half the, a dozen of one. Six yeah. Of the other. I think in the in the moment, I was like, "Oh, for sake, Lewis, you've ruined my boy's race." Um, but so that was because obviously minutes, you didn't just, yeah. watch the race live, did you? No, it was quality no, no, that watch, I didn't. Watch you didn't watch live because I was like, "It's been surprisingly quiet from Jacob." Because mm. I landed got P three, and I was like very quiet and i was very tempted to message you and i was lucky i didn't yeah really so i i watched quali maybe 40 i started watching 45 minutes after quali had actually started um i was just out and i didn't realize what the time was essentially um but it is what it is um but yeah it was an incredible effort slash a bit of luck from from mclaren but yeah i mean look let's look at the positives lando put it in p3 and qualifying yeah so um, I, they've also got Rob Marshall. We talked about this a little mm, bit last week. Rob Marshall is joining from January yeah. next year. So, I, and the wind tunnel? The wind, tunnel's the next year. wind tunnel is active now. It's active now? Yeah. So obviously okay. it would take a while for those changes to, right. to really come so, into effect, so essentially. There, there is a, a plan in place. Yes. And there are upgrades coming in Britain. Please, for the okay. love of God, make that thing a rocket. Please. <laughs> um, hopefully the upgrade is just the Red Bull floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I wanted to talk about not specifically the Red Bull floor I actually wanted to talk about Williams because we haven't talked about them whatsoever during this podcast and I actually really like Williams I, I really really do think they're that, like the you know, um, plucky you yeah know, it's like that real underdog story ways, yeah. it's like it's like you know you know when you see those videos of like dog homes and then there's that one dog with like one eye that's Williams right now <laughs> the one that doesn't get um, adopted yeah like, exactly but it's been there for years and like you know they won't, are they like quite the put him down little. just yeah yeah the Stuart <laughs> little story um he actually had a car that could probably go faster than the williams um so the, <laughs> uh, so i wanted to talk about the difference between that floor on the williams and the floor between the red bull and all those top teams the bottom of the williams uh looks just incredibly flat it looks like somebody's back it it honestly it's the flattest thing in the world there is like no sort of uh channeling for the airflow no nothing um and it just goes to show how one thing i know a, a floor is a big upgrade um but it just goes to show how critical one upgrade can be to your timings because i mean that Williams has been quick in various other different parts of, of the season and stuff like that. Um, and I think they've been slightly falling back a, a little bit over the past couple of races. I guess, obviously, because of those development cycles and stuff, and Williams is obviously not as funded as the other teams. Um, I guess they're probably going to fall back a little bit further. But it just goes to show how big one upgrade can be to a team's timings. Um, I do, however, agree with Toto. There's no such thing as a silver bullet when it comes to Formula 1, but it's just to, to show that, you know, like those those upgrades are hard work and hard earned um, yeah. to, to actually get on a car. Yeah, no, I mean, if it was easy, everyone would be Adrian Newey. I, I honestly, <laughs> I think a lot of teams are going to copy the Red Bull floor. If you're Williams, right, and you've seen a picture of the Red Bull floor 
and you can understand it and you go, right, well, what it does is it creates a vortex that sucks the car to the ground. Let's just literally chuck it on the car. I think I think they will. Because uh, I, I mean, it's, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Uh, you know what I mean, though, right? Like, I know, you... but the thing with the floor is, is you have to make sure your front suspension and your front wing. True. And even the side. Even the rear oh, wing. Oh, my God. We never talked about Ferrari's updates. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. The... They had such a forgettable race. Honestly, we yeah. totally forgot <laughs> to talk about R.I.P. to the bathtub. Oh, that car was I didn't it call I called it the thick car. With really? Two, like, thick with two seats. It, it was called, thick like, and the bathtub curvy. it was called online. It looked like, thick and curvy and a bit sexy, <laughs> if I'm completely honest. That Ferrari had everything going for it. And then they you ruined like it. Thick. Um, I do like them thick, and that Ferrari, that Italian lass, was uh, doing all the right things as far as I'm concerned. So I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit disappointed that they've. Oh, they've I know it. it was such a good looking car, and none of the other cars looked like it, which was really I odd. Know. And I really, really liked it. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it just seems to be kind of everyone's merging towards that Red Bull because style. It's the quickest so. car. Yeah. Um, I did like Max's little joke where I was just like, oh yeah, we're actually going to change the zero side pods now. <laughs> uh, that would be hilarious. Honestly. Did you see Max's double take when he saw the McLaren? <laughs> He's like, he was oh, like, oh, well done. he, he <laughs> said something really nice. He said, I always expect to see Lando up there. It, like he was like he said i'm so surprised to see the mclaren up there actually sorry let me change that i i'm surprised to see the mclaren up there not lando lando deserves to be up there it's essentially i'm paraphrasing and horribly quoting him but it just goes to show that it's not only me who thinks that lando has what it takes red bull red bull sign him up sign him up please please he'll actually fight for Stappen. <laughs> I don't, but they don't want that though do they no so but sign him anyway he won't fight in my it's promise a, it's a pipe dream he won't it's fight a... in my promise could you reckon you could you could probably get lando in in the red bull once max retires in 28 oh, i was literally about to ask you mm, do you think that'd be amazing he's, he's a he's a red bull driver right he's he marketable. is he is uh, yeah come on lando please for the love of god <laughs> please somebody give him a good car please <laughs> Oh, uh, you're, you're telling me that Lance Stroll is in a more competitive car than Lando Norris. Are you fucking joking? That's, uh, yeah, that's a crime against humanity. Anyway, back to Ferrari. This podcast is all over the place this week. This is absolutely insane. There was just no consistency in the race. There's no Max. consistency in the race. Nothing to talk about, man. There was just, it was just so... I know we've said it before. It was just so boring. I know. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to the fact that we don't have a race this week because <laughs> I'm not going to be bored. I mean, I've got to be bored uh, without you, Formula you One. Never but bored at Canada. Canada never delivers. Canada always delivers some sort of yeah. juicy race in one way or another. I don't think, even last year, I think it was pretty good. Well, Quali um, was a real mix-up last year. Cause exactly. Where was, yeah. was it? And Alonso yeah. was P2. I remember uh, Lewis jumped in the harbour as well. Or was that the year before? He jumped in. No, he threw Angela in the in the in the lake. I can't remember. Angela ended, Angela ended up in the lake last year or year before. I can't remember. But so like there was even just like drama, not not that much. And obviously, last year we had the we had the um, uh, uh, f- change of fucking car. So I mean, <laughs> was that at Canada? That was at Canada. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Even Checo's been saying the car. <laughs> <laughs> Get my drivers I in here. Printed. <laughs> <Get them> in. <laughs> so even off the track, it provides uh, some entertainment. So I'm really looking forward to it. I think Canada's also Ca- yeah. I think I think Canada is one of those tracks that I'd really like to go to as well because it's. I'd not- like to go to Canada. I think so, yeah. We yeah, should yeah. we should try and get that one in because I think yeah. that'll be vibes. Um, Singapore is another one as well. I think that would be complete a friend has done vibes. Singapore and he goes, it was amazing. Mm. It's goes, it's super easy to get onto the track. Everything's well organized. Mm. And he goes, the food there was amazing. Like oh it's yeah, it's Singapore. It's, the food's going to be brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just yeah. So he goes, um, yeah, he goes, absolutely worth it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so um, okay. right. So I think is there anything else I've really done? Yes, oh. there is one thing. Mm. Uh, Formula One has mm. now closed off entries for new teams. Yes, it has, and it's now reviewing the application. So that means Subaru, your application <laughs> that you haven't bothered to send in because I don't know you were dotting I's and crossing T's. You idiots! You should have submitted it. Unbelievable. <laughs> So, yeah, we could see Andretti on the grid. Please, we please just give us Andretti, for God's Andretti sake. On the grid. Do you know what? I think if, if Andretti have their bid denied, I think he could buy Williams. I thought he'd buy Haas. Or Haas. I hadn't thought I about he, Haas. I think he would go for Haas, considering so, he's got operations in America. Yeah. I. So the reason why I mentioned Williams is because Williams is owned by Dorlington Capital, and they must have bought that for, let's say, £50 million or whatever it is they bought the, the Formula 1 team. I know it doesn't. It, that's a cheap Formula 1 team. But let's say they bought it for £50 million. Dorlington, at any given point, will be 100% ready and willing to sell unless something ridiculous happens for a profit because they are an investment group so as far as i'm concerned williams will consistently have a for sale sign in the window at any given time as far as i'm concerned Haas, however i think with G- things with gene are getting a bit interesting especially with all these russia allegations popping up as well i don't particularly want to talk about it um purely because the, i don't fully know enough information to, to, about it um but there's allegations around him potentially his company sorry Haas. Um, selling um, CNC machines to Russians during some sort of trade embargo or whatever it is. That's all I know. So he might be in some legal trouble as well. So he might also be looking for some for some cash, and he just so happens to have a Formula 1 team lying there. Um, so, yeah, but I, I hope that that doesn't happen because I do think we should have 11 teams on the grid, um, in all honesty. Uh, especially with like Audi coming back as well, um, Ford now doing powertrains too. I think it's it's going to get tasty, or hopefully it will get tasty with so many different engine suppliers and so many different you know um, uh, teams coming in coming into the sport. It it could be could be pretty interesting. So fingers crossed, Andretti have their stuff accepted, um, and also fingers crossed that the other teams don't go now because apparently only Alpine was supporting it previously. Um, yeah, I, I think I find it strange. I know why the teams would be against it, but for Formula One, considering they have three races in America, having mm-hmm. another American team um, just bodes well for growing the sport there. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the outcome is of uh, of the applications. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, apart from that, it's even a slow news day, kind of. Yeah, not not too much else has happened. To be completely honest, no. I mean, like, yeah. 
Um, I mean, look, we have two choices right now. We can say sayonara and we can check out for this week. And in all honesty, I do think that some of the podcasts recently have been kind of long. Yeah. Uh, they've been over an hour so we could not give people time back because they're already wasting their time <laughs> listening to this podcast anyway and if you've listened all this time please be sure to leave us a rating and subscribe to the podcast on whichever channel that you all currently listen to us on anyway let's take a breath uh i i think we could we could do our tracks which we've teased a few times or we could do it next week and push let's it one officially do it next week let's officially race 100 percent. i'll tell you what we'll do shake this my hand hold out your hand all right yeah, <laughs> well, oh, no, fist bump, or fist bump. Fist, yeah that's easier yeah perfect all right oh, you no, completely disappeared. disappeared um didn't know you could do that how about trick. right so next week because there's no race yeah there's we'll no race any we'll cover anything that happens in the week news wise yeah we'll do the tracks yes we'll preview canada and mm. you know what we should do we yeah. should talk, let's talk about the Vettel Hamilton incident. Yeah, we should do okay. those incidents that we were talking about. Yeah, but we'll just do the um, Vettel Hamilton one because we're going to Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada. But we could if if maybe we bring we both bring one other incident, then we have three to talk about. We can do tracks, and then we can do. We did we have, can do there was incidents. one other incident that we were going to talk about. Oh, I've forgotten about it. But anyway, there's there's a we'll find something. We'll find. Something. I, I, I do remember that there was two. Um, that we were gonna, oh yes, that's so, so what. Let's go. Uh, Vettel Hamilton mm-hmm. in Canada. Yeah, we'll do Hamilton Alonso. Mm-hmm. Hamilton, sorry, Hamilton Verstappen in Silverstone. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, and definitely. We'll do, yeah. do we want to do Verstappen Should... and Hamilton in? Was it Qatar? I was actually going to suggest one from years ago. And why don't okay. we do the crash that made Schumacher a world champion for the first time? Oh yeah, because that's on. pretty yeah. controversial. That was with uh, Damon Hill, wasn't it? Adelaide was it Adelaide? I believe it was Adelaide. I don't know if it was Damon Hill yeah. off the top of my head. I think it was Damon Hill. Uh, can I Google or was it? it? Villeneuve. I thought it was Villeneuve. Um, first yeah. WDC crash win. I don't know. Let's see. Who did he crash into? Um. Hill. It was Hill. It was Hill. It was right, Hill. Yeah, it was. yeah, 1994, Adelaide. I thought it was yeah, Villeneuve. I do apologise. Now, was it with Villeneuve? He went off or something like that, I think. You are thinking of in 1997 when he collided with Villeneuve. Um, and okay. that was... Uh, I'm just reading this now. Because uh, obviously it was three years later... Um, and he just essentially, yeah, he just took him out. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that. Um, I think that's a good one to talk about because I I can't remember it off the top of my head either. Yeah. Um. Uh, so so essentially, next week we'll do tracks. The week after, we'll be doing the Canada race and then i think the week after that we should do our austrian road trip and preview austria okay because that's the week before austria and then the week of austria obviously we'll we'll review it and also we will talk about looking forward to great britain and i will be there obviously on the day as well so yeah Yeah. which also means i realized that how on earth are we going to record if i'm not here to, uh, to, we'll, we'll make it work we'll make, we'll it, make work. it work yeah record um, on your iphone or something like that and, uh, yeah i just don't want to bring my microphone with me 
No, no, just record. You got headphones. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure the uh, audio quality will be brilliant. Um, yeah. So, are you are you in the UK still on Monday post the race? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. Actually, even if you want to, you could just do it from Silverstone. <laughs> I'll call oh, it honestly, that. yeah, I could just uh, I could do that. To be completely honest, I could just like after the I could we could you could call me as I'm walking on the track <laughs> after the race. Yeah. Um but yeah it'll be it'll be interesting. Um so yeah. yeah. Alrighty then. Should we should we stop it there then? Because we've been recording for forty four yeah. minutes right now. I just remembered one thing. Oh right. Are we still yeah. recording? Yeah, we're still recording. Yeah, yeah, we're still recording. Um, the Pit Stop Boys have released a new song about Fernando Alonso. Oh, sorry, I thought you were gonna say the Pit Stop Boys is in like the rubbish ones. Uh, no, mean, no, no. You mean the no, OGs, the, the Dutch, Max, the Dutch. Max, Max, Super oh, Max. Oh, yeah, 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 the OGs, yeah. So they have the Max song, they have the Lando song, and now they have a Fernando song. I need to listen to that, but do you know what I, else I haven't listened to? Uh, no. Charles Leclerc's song. Oh, the piano stuff. I still haven't listened to it. It's actually good. You said that, and I still haven't listened to it. Do you know what? Where's my... Where's my phone? Right just, now. just get it in on Spotify. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play, it, play it in the background while you're doing something. You're like, I'm damn. gonna go on Spotify. What's the the artist name? It's like something twenty three, right? Uh, I can't remember, but I think if you type in, no, no, that's the name of his track. The track would be like Oz twenty three, oh. MIA twenty three. Yeah, but got you it. Can just type in Charles Leclerc, and it'll come up got on it. Spotify. Got it. Uh, I've even got the video. Oh, go away, Spotify. I even got the little. Oh, that's you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. see Charles's beautiful face and some piano. Lovely. I'll listen to that. I mean, is it like just, you know, when he said, you know, we have an easy life compared with the science, it's like, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's good looking. Drive some Ferrari. Oh, mate. This guy. And play piano. And it's, you know what? It's a fucking humble, decent guy. As well. This guy, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, Charles is set for life just yeah. by existing so long as he doesn't do anything dodgy like tax yeah. evade like shakira does or something like that because he genuinely is a monaco resident i know yeah so he can't tax evade <laughs> uh, so i couldn't even if i tried even if i tried yeah um so, um so i i think so long as he doesn't say anything ridiculous like no, he's, he's good. No, he's not. He's bloody normal, which is why he's people like, like him. We must protect Charles at all costs. So. Yeah. I, much, do you know yeah. what? I, I, actually, we'll go a little bit deep here, right? Mm. Um, well, what a way to end this podcast. Wow. Really yeah. Uh, we'll go a little bit deep here, mm. and we said like he's got a great life, and everyone would love to be him. Mm. I think he would give that all back to have his dad in Jewelby. Oh that. yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I we think say, he's got a great life, but he's if, also got a bit of a tragic life as well. If he was and, from the outside looking in, he has yeah. a great life. I think if he was given the choice of yeah. you only ever reach F two, but obviously your your dad still your dad still kicking he you know yeah. survives for as long as you're normal etc etc blah, yeah. blah 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 and shoes as well uh, well yeah i think yeah you'd give anything for for, for the both combined for sure um because if you think about it if you're in his position like you had the friday monaco's but you lost two people super close to you like, i'd give everything up just to oh just to yeah, yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure most people would um and most people with a moral compass would anyway. <laughs> um i know some right. people who wouldn't uh but uh yeah i think maybe that's a little bit naive of us to say he has yeah. a very good life um, well it's like you said outside looking in he has a good life yeah but, initially yeah. you're like oh he's poor guy let's be honest the bloke is immaculate he lives in <laughs> monaco he could 
bag most women that that <laughs> he would ever want. Um, he drives for Ferrari. He's absolutely minted, mostly because he doesn't pay tax. And he's a great driver. And he's a great <laughs> driver. And he's just like yeah. a, a reasonable, normal bloke. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think that when you look at it like that, sure, then obviously you chuck in the, the tragedies and stuff like that. But um, yeah. I don't know, but... Okay. Well, yeah. that's. A we won't of... finish on that. I will finish on. Look at what I'm wearing. Podcast members who are listening via Spotify, you can't see, but I do have a 107 is written backwards. Turn around, show the back. 107 the back. podcast shirt, and I've even got it massive on the back. Wow. <laughs> so my my thought process right was, Ash, what clothes are you currently wearing? You're wearing uh, a Red Bull hat. I'm wearing a Red Bull hat. You, what, so, funny what, enough, I'm actually wearing a T-shirt from an old company I used to work okay, for. Okay, so go cardless. Ah, um, yes, I remember when you worked there. So you are yeah. currently promoting go cardless for free. They and you are currently promoting Max Verstappen <laughs> and Red Bull Racing for free right now. Right. So yeah. why not promote yourself? Because people will have to be listening to the podcast to see the T-shirt. So they're already well, they'd have to be watching it. <laughs> watching it. I wore it to work the other day, to be fair. Did and you? I did actually have a maybe a half an hour conversation with somebody about Formula One. So oh, they didn't nice. promise to listen to the podcast, but I mean, I enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> so it is what it is. I, I, will, um, I think I'll wear, it to, I'll wear it to the gym mm. um, and stuff. And but what we should do. Yeah, well, I have I'm the, not going to call it merch because we're not selling it. No, we're not selling it. But I also have uh, the, the sticker, sticker on my yeah. water bottle. It along won't with fit the, on my water bottle. The, the, um, the Gross Lochner sticker that you gave me um, from our road trip in Austria. I stuck that on my water bottle as well. So, yeah, I think. Um, yeah. And this is not a plug, but do you use GoCardless? They're a very good company with a very good product. <laughs> and do listen to the 107 podcast. <laughs> Again, so, that free promotion. Mm. Yep. Yeah. We're promoting to people already listening. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. Um, go and I tell you what, if you're listening right now, try and connect to some random stranger's Bluetooth speaker and just start blasting it. Um, all right. And on that note, thank you guys for listening. Please do yep. be sure to like and subscribe, especially if you're hearing this over your own Bluetooth speaker and you have no idea what's going on. We have a 107 you, podcast. Do you know what the dream will be in future episodes where we can do a Q&A? Oh, God. By the way, we, we, we said we'd stop idiots. six minutes ago. <laughs> because we are absolute idiots yes and we would see this q a and we would start fighting with each other oh 100 yeah 100 um i think they were talking about doing a live formula for success podcast at silverstone um and um they were doing, talking about doing a q a and stuff like that and i was like if we did that we'd, we'd just be there for hours just arguing with fans like no the problem at ferrari is not charles leclerc <laughs> oh man very good but yeah, let's uh, let's end it. Yeah, let's end it there. Be sure to like, subscribe, rate the podcast, and tune in next week. Yep. Cheers, everyone. See you all. Bye.